Hi guys. Hey. Welcome to the Creepy Tales podcast. I am Aditi. I am Anushka. And every single week we narrate some pretty scary creepy stories for you guys. Mm. Um this week again we have a great lineup and we are so excited for you guys to listen. I was thinking maybe I could um give you a pretty weird fact. So did you know that spider webs were used as bandages in ancient times did you know that i mean i, can, I think i've heard it okay i think i can see <coughs> i can see i mean the reason behind it um they could make good bandages yeah like um yeah Yeah. I'm glad that we have upgraded. <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, so let's get going. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's go. <laughs> was it people or was it aliens? Mm. Doug Avril grew up as one of eight boys on his parents' sprawling dude ranch. the flathead lake lodge in rural montana as a teen the avril boys ran wild we rode around as a little gang of cowboys he remembers they'd saddle up and head off to check cattle on the three giant tracts of land the family managed which formed a triangle around some of the skates most remote rage lands one summer in the 1960s the brothers came across a ghastly sight there on the ground were three dead cows neatly arranged in a circle no obvious wounds were visible but their reproductive organs had been removed but there was never any blood It was almost surgical removal. Avril remembers. During this decade, America was obsessed with aliens and write-ups in the no- local newspaper posited that perhaps this was the work of extraterrestrials. People mused that aliens had taken the reproductive organs for testing. But one day Avril and his friends came across a lance in their path. Attached to it was a cryptic note with a threatening message. That's when we thought it's got to be people doing this, he says. Then things got really strange. Over the next few days a series of odd events unfolded. First, the brothers stopped in at a local bar to grab a hamburger, leaving their horses in the back of a stock truck. The horses were packed in tightly, and the Avrils were only gone for a few minutes. When they came back, the horses packed into the middle of the uh, truck were mysteriously out, with no signs of a struggle. We had no idea how they possibly could have gotten that horse unloaded without unloading all the others. So only the one in the middle yeah. was out. Wow, that is how. Huh? 
द नेक्स्ट डे अ न्यू रैंगलर ऑन द रैंच फेल ऑफ हिज हॉर्स एंड वॉज बैगली इंजर्ड देर ऑल बीन ड्राइगिंग टूगेदर बट नॉट अ सिंगल अदर मेंबर ऑफ द क्र्यू सॉ द एक्सीडेंट इट वॉज द वियरडेस्ट थिंग एवरल सेज द मैंस इंजरीज वर सो सिवियर दैट ही लेफ्ट परमानेंटली डिसेबल्ड मैन Finally the last terrible thing happened an old camp cook drove out to meet the brothers and ride for a game but when he arrived the tailgate on his stock truck had somehow gone missing even though it had been there when he had loaded up his horse Betsy had fallen out of the truck and had been dragged behind the vehicle for who knows how long. My God, that's devastating. <sighs> They had to put her down on the spot. <laughs> to be honest, it just killed him to see what had happened to Betsy. We probably should have put him down too. He remembers. Those three events were just boom, boom, boom. Three things in a row that were so weird, all tied together because they were right after we saw that spear. Three things like the three dead cows left in a circle. Oh. Avril used to tell the stories from that summer around the campfire quite a lot. but over the years he's got a new stories and so they've been shifted out of rotation besides they are awfully grim but he recently got a call about a downed bull a buffalo it was out in one of the most remote parts of his ranch a neighbor had seen a pack of 16 wolves and normally wolves don't bother buffalo but 16 of them well i thought well maybe uh he went to investigate there lying in a snow covered field was the bull but there were no bullet holes or teeth marks or gashes on its corpse even stranger scavenging animals and birds hadn't touched it not even the buzzards which is really unusual he says one other thing was a miss eggs reproductive organs were gone and there wasn't a single footprint in the snow around it or anywhere along the mile long walk into the ranch from the nearest road Oh my god um ask avril whether he thinks he's dealing with aliens or humans and he'll tell you that he's pretty sure it's humans but i'd rather say it was aliens he acts but after that summer back in the 60s seeing what humans were capable of he picked aliens anyway <laughs> that is quite along ones yeah i mean animals and their reproductive organs just gone 
i mean what it's, it's just very weird yeah i mean there um there are stories about witches who need like certain parts of bodies for the sacrificing stuff yeah so um maybe it was their work or something but like yeah. tribal or yeah some yeah. because it is um quite a rural area so that might be possible and because other than that i don't think anything else would have caused mm. it i mean why would not aliens yeah mm. i mean why would aliens want reproductive organs of well animals mm. or whatever cousin gaga So yeah, that was weird. Yeah. White with red. Mm-hmm. A man went to a hotel and walked up to the front desk to check in. The woman at the desk gave him his key and told him that on the way to his room there was a door with no number that was locked. and no one was allowed in there she explained that it was a storeroom and that it was out of bounds she reminded him of this several times before allowing him upstairs okay so he followed the instructions of the woman at the front desk going straight to the uh, going straight to his room and going to bed however this instance of the woman had piqued at i don't know piqued his curiosity so the next night he walked down the hall to the door and tried the handle ah uh. sure enough it was locked he bent down and looked through the wide ho- wide keyhole cold air passed through it chilling his eyes Uh, what he saw was a hotel bedroom like his in the corner was a woman whose skin was incredibly pale pale she was leaning her he- leaning her head against the wall facing away from the door he stared in confusion for a while was this a celebrity the owner's daughter he almost knocked on knocked on the door out of curiosity but decided not to one go <laughs> as he was still looking the woman turned no. sharply and he jumped back from the door hoping she would not suspect he had been spying on her he crept away from the door and walked back to his room the next day he returned he returned to the door and locked through the key wide keyhole and looked sorry locked <laughs> <laughs> looked through the wide keyhole this time all he saw was redness he couldn't make anything out besides a distinct red color unmoving perhaps the inhabitants of the room knew he was spying the night before and he had blocked nay and had blocked the keyhole with something red he felt embarrassed that he made the woman so uncomfortable and hoped she had not made a complaint with the mom- with the woman on the front desk 
एट दिस पॉइंट ही डिसाइडेड टू कंसल्ट हर फॉर मोर इन्फॉर्मेशन शी साइड एंड सेट डिड यू लुक थ्रू द की होल द मैन टोल्ड हर दैट ही हैड एंड शी सेट वेल आई माइट इज वेल टेल यू द स्टोरी ऑफ वॉट हैपन इन दैट रूम अ लॉन्ग टाइम अगो a man murdered uh, a man murdered his wife in there and we find that even now whoever stays there gets very uncomfortable but these people were not ordinary they were white all over except for their eyes which were red wow. that's the end oh no e that is scary i mean i really don't understand when people are given clear instructions of not to do a certain thing and then they go on and do it anyway i mean even, why i mean why would you do it yeah i mean when something like this happens i feel zero remorse if they yeah die. me too because yeah because it's their mistake why did they went there right i mean i i can't and she said and she told her several times yeah. she told him yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyways crazy people the ghost of la parva ski resort <clears throat> throughout latin america you will hear variations of the story of la irona the wailing woman oh. yeah she is pretty popular <laughs> sometimes <laughs> she's lost her husband sometimes she's lost her children sometimes it's both but in la parva a ski spot in the chilean andes the wailing woman is named lola and everyone in the area swears they knew her before she died a local restaurant owner said he gave her pro skier grew capke says adding that the ski patroller he heard the story from pointed at the exact hut where this tale takes place the story starts on a nice day in peak ski season lola and her young son planned to spend the day on the slopes as can happen in the andes a thick fog rose up from the valley which often precedes the arrival of a real storm the clouds enveloped the two as they were making their way down from the top of the mountain and they lost contact with one another Oh. Desperate to find her son, Lola began screaming his name as she ran through the thick fog. Unable to see clearly, though, she stumbled down a steep slope and began sliding toward a rocky collier. Oh god. By chance, a local lift operator who was returning to his cabin came across her body. He was afraid she was dead but on closer inspection he found she was still alive just barely 
her body was covered in lacerations from the sharp rocks and the only word she said in the faintest whisper was her son's name the lift operator worked to carefully pull her body to his cabin which was up the hill <clears throat> he bandaged her cards as best as he could and then ran to fetch the doctor together the doctor and his lift up op- and lift operator made their way back to his hut the fog hanging thickly in the air when they arrived though the bed was empty just the bloody sheets remained neither the woman nor her son were ever found but locals report hearing her wail for her child whenever they are near the lift operator's cabin and here's the thing capke does not believe in ghosts something however changes when he arrives in chile each winter maybe it's the fact that the la parva you can see up to cero el plomo and in can child sacrifice site oh okay so this site is a child sacrifice site yeah wow oh my god <laughs> maybe mm. it's because capkis has simply read so many magical realism books by authors like Juan Rulfo and Gabriel Garcia Marquez <laughs> but sitting alone in his cabin in the Andes with the wind whipping and the candles flickering he swears that every now and then he just can't tell if what he's hearing is a woman or the wind that Some is mystery it is devastating i mean yeah. they were supposed to have a nice day and then a thick fog ruined everything and i mean where is the sun where did, did he go i mean you should not lose contact <laughs> i mean if you are walking in a thick fog the lesson is never lose contact with your loved one i mean yes. stay close yeah stay as close as you can but oh my god i mean it is understandable because children are mm. they don't really know what's happening so he may have lost the hang but it is just devastating to see like they were going to have a good day and then it turned out to be so depressing so yeah yeah Grocery list You get a phone call from your mother since her car since her car has been in the shop she asks you she asks you to go to the grocery store and pick up a few odds and ends for her bread milk cereal and chicken breasts breasts <laughs> After writing down a small list you reluctantly get in the car and pick up the items at the store the lady cashier makes an odd remark to you you know we are in uh, we are in no danger of a shortage of milk
I don't know what. Yeah, okay, yeah. so she may, yeah. might, have, might hmm. be buying a lot hmm. of milk. Upon, upon arriving at her house, you knock several times, no answer. You decide, you decide to open the door, it opens. You place the grocery bags on the counter. Strange. There seems to be six other grocery bags. Huh? each with identical contents in a couple the chicken and the milk has gone bad mom you call out but no one answers oh no you make your way through the kitchen and into the living room sitting on the couch with her head cut off and neatly resting on her lap is no. your mother Naturally you call the police who come over to investigate they mention that she has been dead for nearly a week furthermore the police psychiatrist is at the scene and talks to you after you give your initial statement sitting on the front steps you overhear the psychiatrist psychiatrist talking with the crime scene investigator it's not uncommon it's not uncommon for people suffering from schizophrenia to get locked into a series of repetitive behaviors he says you think to yourself they can't be talking about me schizophrenia no way repetitive area repetitive behavior no way do they think i did this Suddenly your cell phone goes off. Hello. Hi hun, it's me. Could you stop at the store and pick up some chicken and milk? Milk. Oh, and I need some bread and cereal too. No no problem mom. I'll be right over. Oh no. <laughs> This person has been doing this for a week. Ah, oh, that is why oh. the grocery uh, cashier had that remark because mm-hmm. she uh, he was buying the chicken and the milk continuously for six days. Oh God! Oh no! That was that why it was spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! That is devastating and scary. I mean A the mom is gag and mm-hmm. B this person has schizophrenia which is one Almost of the death. yeah which is mm-hmm. one of the worst things that could happen to you so yeah it is um <sighs> Okay so this week we thought we should uh do something different yeah i do something different so this is a gag jokes try not to laugh challenge mm-hmm. so gag jokes are basically jokes that are completely bad and uh, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion i just hate them she hates it yeah so um mm-hmm. the first one to laugh loses so uh, i'm going to read some gag jokes and this is for you guys as well like try not to laugh If you laugh you lose okay okay so let's begin 
Why don't crabs give to charity? Because they are shellfish. <laughs> okay, so okay. you definitely lost that. <laughs> they are so so stupid. But anyways, um, gag. You know, bugs might use Facebook. Us, what? Gag. Because we know they already tweet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you laugh and then I laugh, looking at you. But definitely, that's like two zero now. Okay. Trying not to laugh. Uh, uh what's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament live stream that is so bad man ah okay so we we both get a point because both game club so that's good yeah um my wife asked me to sync her phone so i so i threw it into the ocean I don't know why she is not at me. I mean, <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> Ugh, I hate them. But yeah. No. Um, how do you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? You will see one later and one in a while. <laughs> <laughs> This one was funny. <laughs> you are definitely going to lose in this one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Because they are so good at it. Come on. <laughs> so bad, man. Okay. What's a uh, what's brown and sticky? a cake <laughs> what is this ah <laughs> anyways um last one police arrested a bottle of water because it was wanted in three different cakes already uh. gas ah i hate gag jokes so much that is so dumb uh, anyways uh, i we want you guys to coming in our on our instagram post what score did you get because i think i i scored zero i did not laugh on and i i laughed okay so okay that's cool so um we will be back next week with some great horror stories and again if you have any you could email us at creepytales69 at <laughs> gmail.com i really hope that that was the correct email uh but yeah it will be yeah. there in the description so don't worry you can check it out and yeah some more embarrassing ones uh these idiotic gag jokes <laughs> and things like this and if there's any challenge anything you like us to try at the end of the episode you could uh give us suggestions so yeah. um yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week bye guys bye